Welcome to the Momentum Podcast, where our goal is to help real estate agents gain momentum toward their goals. We are in episode 18, all about serving and not selling. So I'm going to open today's podcast with a story. So after World War II, you know, all the depression stuff happened. Basically, Kristen, there was a cake box that was invented. And the idea of this cake box was to make it really easy for people to just make a cake in their oven and all it was was just to add water. Well, their sales went and skyrocketed and then all of a sudden went way, way down. So they decided, what is going on? So what do you know? They went and asked their customers. <laughs> and their customers said, well, I just don't feel like I'm actually baking. It doesn't feel natural. Like, why don't I just go to the bakery and pick up a cake? Why am I putting this in the oven? And so what they did was two simple things. They allowed you to add oil, and then they took out the dried egg and had you put in eggs too. So that just changed everything and the sales increased tremendously. So, mm. and now it's the cake box that we all know and love and they continue to have great sales and now there's all sorts of brands out mm. there doing the same thing. So, Chris, I know you and I have talked about this story a lot. Mm -hmm. What are some of the like practical key takeaways we can take away from this story? Yeah, I think, I mean, there's a lot. But first off, the company made some wild assumptions about what they thought the customers wanted. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's a danger mm -hmm. for those of us in real estate. And it happens a lot mm -hmm. where we assume because we have our license that we just know everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and we clearly don't. And we certainly don't know the ins and outs of what our customers need or want without asking them. Mm -hmm. And so as the example demonstrated, once they did actually go to the marketplace and ask the customers what they wanted in this product, then they were able to make the adjustment and meet their needs. Well, it's funny too, because they not only asked these questions but the customer didn't exactly know that they wanted to mm, add an egg. Right. So, like, how cool is that that they asked the questions and then determined that this was the right path for them, too? Right. So right. cool. Being the experts in right. cake, <laughs> in the cake industry, yeah. or the <laughs> cake box industry, <laughs> for, for sure. <laughs> but I think the principle that I love is, and, and that, I think we both work to integrate into our businesses is this overall kind of posture of curiosity of just being interested in the people that we work with and whether that's a buyer, a seller, a renter, what are their particular needs in any given situation and, and then tailoring a response to that person. Mm -hmm. So in essence, it becomes a very individualized service, but yet I think there's things in the background that we can do to, in essence, systematize that mm -hmm. service, which mm -hmm. is kind of cool too. Mm -hmm. But I think that bottom line framework 
of becoming a good listener, asking good questions, Mm -hmm. really positions us to be of great service Mm -hmm. to our buyers and sellers. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, Corey, I think there's a hundred ways that Mm -hmm. this could be implemented, and I know that you and I both have some kind of practical examples Mm -hmm. of how we really work to serve and not sell. Mm -hmm. Can you offer one or two from your own experience? Yeah, I'll say something that I think all of our listeners can relate to is people who know you're a realtor and come and ask you, hey, what's, what's the market doing? What's happening? What's going on? And I think when you're first starting out or you just get into such a rhythm, you can become so robotic. Mm. And I was saying the same thing and then realized, oh my goodness, they're asking for different reasons. Mm. So, Hey, first of all, what do you know about the market and what knowledge do you have? And then also, are you thinking about buying, selling, or investing? That's a common question to ask back. But getting curious again to the exact thing we just talked about and asking the questions to figure out where they're at and knowing you do not have to know all the answers either. And that's okay. You won't seem stupid. You just say, hey, I'm going to talk to my lender partner or I'm going to get back to you on that. And then, hey, guess what? Grab their email, grab their phone number, add them to your database. Yay, you have a lead. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But that is a really, really practical way. Another thing that our coach and mentor has helped us with is the follow-up and the follow-through. I was finding in the beginning of my career that I wasn't getting ahead of my sellers and they were always calling me and asking questions and then I felt dumb and felt like I couldn't really catch up. Mm. But a wonderful thing has happened where now I just follow up on Thursdays and I tell them that I will talk to them the next Thursday unless some emergency happens or something important like an offer or anything Mm -hmm. like that. Sellers, people who are under contract, always just checking in. And it's just an easy way to have a specific day. You call them, you follow up. And then it it boosts your self-confidence because you did what you said you were going to do. It helps them. It helps your relationship. It is just such a serving thing to do. So I love that. And I, I would just underscore what you just said. The managing expectations for yourself and for them. And then doing what you said you would do. That that in and of itself is a great way to serve yeah. when you when you follow through and you honor your commitments people really respect that and they come to respect you for doing that and they increasingly see you as you've got this you know you are guiding them through a process and through a really significant transaction and um, decision in their life mm-hmm. and in their bank account. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I, I think that just goes a long way in this interest of serving mm-hmm. and sort of getting out of this kind of sales sales mindset, mm-hmm. you know, if you will. I, I can think of examples, and I know this is true for you too, where we've worked with sellers that, you know, people sell for lots of different reasons. And sometimes sellers live locally sometimes they have second homes that they're um, putting on the market I had a seller who didn't live here full-time had been at the property before we listed it and had gone and met with him and 
you know, at the property and got all the information I needed and was able to talk face to face. But then when it was time to put the house on the market, there was still a lot of stuff in the house. I mean, kind of personal effects, things in his closets. And, you know, his intention had been to clean all that out, take it to a thrift store before he left town, and he just ran out of time. And so it was a way that I could serve him being local to just say, you know what, I'll take care of that. If you're okay with me, you know, bagging up your clothes and I'd be happy to take them to a local thrift store. So, you know, those are like the, the things that you don't see on social media because it's not flashy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, the, it's the nitty gritty stuff that mm -hmm. I think a lot of us do in the interest of serving mm -hmm. our clients. Is that in our job description? Not necessarily, but is that a way that I can serve someone in the course of helping them sell their house? Mm -hmm. So I think it's having just that mindset and that um, spirit of how can I best serve this seller mm -hmm. or perhaps as a buyer in a different situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or like watching their kids. Yeah. My, my poor buyers the other day were having such a hard time getting through the house and seeing the house because their kid was so attached to them that I just grabbed him and we went outside and looked at leaves and you know I got him distracted enough that they could go check out the house and so there's just little touches that mm. add contrast right yes to every other realtor out there don't be every other realtor out there and another thing that we talked about is Fizbo's mm. so for sale by owners you know I don't go after them as often but I have called them and as soon as you pick up the phone, they're like, oh, another realtor, typically. So, you know what? You just say, hey, I know you've gotten 100 calls from other realtors. <laughs> and you don't say I'm different, but you basically say, hey, first of all, I've got buyers. Like, you truly should have buyers, and I would like to come preview the home. But also, when I come, do you mind if I bring this disclosure by that you're going to be required to have. I just want to make sure you have it at the ready because this seems like such a wonderful home and you're going to get it under contract quickly kind of thing. So I think it's really important to just add contrast. Mm. Yeah, that's great. Thinking about how you can always be adding value mm -hmm. and setting yourself apart from your peers in the industry, I think is huge. Yeah, I think... It was I consider this whole topic, and we've talked about this a number of times, but it really goes back to this whole issue of mindset and how do we see ourselves operating in this industry and in the effort to create contrast, how can we reposition our job as realtors to take on that posture of curiosity, to become a good listener, to be curious about everyone that we come into contact with. Because it could be, as has happened to you, someone in line getting a key made at Home Depot <laughs> and you strike up a conversation. And because you asked a few questions, you discovered they were selling their house, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it doesn't mean that every conversation is going to lead to you being able to be their realtor, mm -hmm. but it gets you in that habit of how can I just be a curious person when I'm in, in line at the grocery store mm -hmm. or I'm filling my car up with gas or mm -hmm. just as you go about your daily rhythms in the school drop off line, 
the things you're involved with, with your kids at their school, mm-hmm. if we can just adopt a different mindset and not see ourselves as salespeople per se, but as people who have a service to provide and do it authentically. Mm-hmm. And that becomes a huge attractor. Yeah. And you guys, this is a relationship business. Mm-hmm. And I've heard so many realtors just talk about being a salesperson and how sometimes it can feel yucky and all the things. Well, then stop. Stop yeah. doing stop doing what you're doing. <laughs> and like just be around the people that you enjoy being around because I know that it's just human nature to be selfish and want to talk about yourself and connect in that way. But it is so important to stop and think about the other person and how to help them because we need more of those connections in our lives, Mm -hmm. just in general. I feel like ever since COVID has happened, we've Mm kind of lost touch with some of that stuff Mm -hmm. with the virtual world. Mm -hmm. So just be that that person. Be the loving person that you are. Mm -hmm. Build great relationships and the business will come. Yeah, I love that, Corey. And I think, too, one of the questions that has been posed to us by various coaches whenever we've come into something where we think well I don't want to do that or I I can't do that particular activity Mm. or I can't work with that particular market I think just to pause and ask yourself do I have something that I could serve that market with could I be of service to that market and maybe the answer is no and that's okay that's fair Mm -hmm. and to your point if you don't want to work with a particular kind of buyer or seller whether that's expired listings or for sale by owners that's okay that's a valid choice but make sure it's coming from the right place Mm -hmm. but I think that question is so powerful like could you serve that person with your knowledge and your experience. Mm-hmm. And if the answer is yes, then maybe we should be more open-minded to that yeah. opportunity. Yeah, and just for us ladies and something I've learned in therapy too is like don't talk to yourself like... Let me reframe that. <laughs> talk to yourself like you are your best friend, mm. you know? And just say the things like, I can serve that person and I can do this. And... You will notice, I mean, people have literally had their knees healed by mindset shifts. Mm. So you will notice that that sales feeling will come off of you once you continue to remind yourself that you are good at this and you can build relationships and be of service. That's right. Well, we want to encourage you to serve and not sell as you go about your day and your business and your work with your clients and future clients. I love it. (laughs) Awesome. Have a wonderful day, everybody. We'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.